Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 it is GDP Radio Live right here at the GDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, and if you get onto that elevator where my head barely fits and you fly up to the top of the building, to the top of the tower of the top of the tallest building here in Raleigh, North Carolina, and if you climb up that giant, that massive, that antenna, that broadcast of the world. And if I look straight to the Great White North, somewhere on top of the non-existent Mount Ontario, is a little oh, hut. Oh. And in that hut, there is a covered in snow, and there's a brightness. There's beams, beams of light from that hut. And that is the spirit of my co-host, Crystal Stewart, as she is with us once again live uh, to bring all of her quote master uh, criti- uh, criteria. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just rambling at this point. So, uh, anyways, without any further ado, the one, the only, the Canadian quote master herself voted the greatest Canadian of all time from Canadian Citizen Monthly, Crystal Stewart. How are you? <laughs> I'm so glad that your head actually fit in the elevator. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> uh, Awesome. And see, you know, before the show, especially on show days, Crystal and I will go back and forth with ridiculous texts, and she was, like, making sure we're all ready to go for tonight, and, and I went over dramatic, and I'm like, I guess I can be there. My public needs me. And she's like, oh, my God, your head can barely fit in the elevator. <laughs> so a uh, little, little inside baseball right there of our, our pre-show conversations and tomfoolery. But uh, yep. we appreciate you guys coming on, and we appreciate you, Crystal. Uh, how was your week so far? Um, it was good. It's hectic. You know, we're trying to wrap up school years and COVID shots, and it's been a crazy week. But, yeah, I mean, all things are good. And I'm booking uh, into September for DDP Radio, so. Oh, man. All good. Jeez, we're we're going to have, uh, you know, probably like the next five years booked by the time this whole uh, quarantine and COVID thing is all said and done. We're going to be a, a decade into the future. Your bookings will probably outlive me at this point. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't die because I probably have something booked that day. So yeah, I can't do this without you. So, <laughs> well, I, I guess in that case I can stick around, but yes, please. Uh, without any further ado, 
Um, I know that uh, we've had this guest on before, and we've had a little a string of returning champions coming through uh, the DDP radio uh, uh, airwaves. And it's so cool to talk to somebody who's been here a couple times or been here and making a comeback and a return and an update because it's a different conversation. You know, we tell the whole story of the first show, but now we can get into some fun topics, check in to see what they're doing nowadays. And uh, I'm really excited to have our guest back on here, a returning champion, DDPY Warrior, uh, Crystal. I know you work very hard to put these things together, so I'm going to have you do the official intro and uh, tell everybody who we got with us today. Yeah, tonight um, we have someone who just epitomizes um, hard work, and he is the owner of one of the most consistent streaks I've ever seen, Um, and he is just a great person. I met him when I was down in Georgia, and we became fast friends. So I am so, so pleased that he was gracious enough to come on to let us talk with him again. Um, so please welcome my friends and yours, <laughs> Adam Hip. How's it going, guys? It's great to be back. Yay! Uh, it's so and, good to hear you. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's good, good, good to, to have you on here again. I appreciate so, it, Mike. Appreciate it, Crystal, for sure. So we had you on, uh, I can't remember, was it probably about a year ago, maybe? Um, and it's been about two, it's about a year or so ago. Two yeah. years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, I think probably when you came on the last, there was a whole different world out there. A lot of changes, a lot of crazy oh. things happening. So keep uh, update us on what you've been up to and, uh, you know, what has happened uh, in your world and your DTY journey throughout the, uh, the past year or so. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, I'll try to summarize and paraphrase as much as possible, but I have a lot to say and a lot to discuss, by all means. Um, My goodness, last time I was on was uh, 2019 or late 2018. Um, I was on with a few other individuals, and uh, fast forward to 2020, uh, in March, uh, my now wife and I got married right before the pandemic hit and uh, put us all down for a long two and a half, if you will, and uh, been very fortunate to uh, keep my uh, streak alive. I've been doing it for uh, 4,170 consecutives, and uh, I've been in the program for 17 years. Um, I started it from day one in 2004, and uh, I'm very proud of it. I don't know anyone else who's done that but me. And I'm very, I'm very uh, grateful to uh, put the work in, and uh, I have just continued to try to evolve myself and become better every day. I have a lot of rough days. You can ask my wife that, but I uh, try to strive to become neutral and positive the best way I can, and uh, live live within the reality and, and tune out the perception that's just an illusion. So uh, I'm I'm con- I'm, con- I'm continuously evolving and uh, continuously doing the program in different ways. And uh, I'm very honored to uh, be on the show again with both of you. And God dang, Crystal, we, we met in 2018, like you mentioned in that open. And uh, something happens to Mike, God bless you. I'll step in and take over if you need it. But uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to help, help, help my friends out here. And, uh, God, it's, like I said, I've never had an episode just myself on here, so I'm very appreciative 
and have gratitude for both of you allowing that to happen. Oh, wow. Well, we appreciate that, man. We appreciate yeah. that. Now, no. you said you've been doing this for, for since 2004, uh, 17 years, so you predated all of it. You were, you were one of those original cats who were, you know, the barely, you know, probably pressed at home DVDs and stuff. Um, what initially, uh, you know, I, we have your episode here, but what initially made you take the jump and, and discover DDPY at a place where it wasn't really very discoverable back then? Well, I always kept, you know, uh, oddly enough, Mike, just before I answer that, no one knows my story, nobody. Um, and I can get into that, but no one's, no one's ever asked me what it is or anything like that. But I've been a pro wrestling fan my entire life, 31 years. And um, I followed Dallas um, in WCW, WWF, not E, but F. And um, I, I know, I've known his whole career, and I knew that he was delging into this type of thing a long time ago. And I have his books and whatnot, and I just knew that if he started something like that, when I heard the rumblings going around, I said, God dang, I need to check this out. And uh, I've, I've started doing it in 2004, a lot of trauma, a lot of issues, um, I don't think a lot of people understand that I'm a suicide survivor, um, and uh, I had a lot of mental health issues, physical, obviously, 400-some pounds. You know, it, it, there was not a lot of good going on, and uh, I tried to do something about it with, with Dallas's program. Back then, it was YRG, not what it is today. So I've had the evolution of being a part of it from day one to now, I don't know anyone else who's done that. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. Let's let's change. Uh, let's shift the focus. I didn't realize you were back on with you were on with us three people, and it's hard to get in your story. So I want to get into this a little more because this is pretty incredible. Um, sure. Obviously, been through some heavy stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Now you've been straight through 2004 to now. Like that. That's incredible. So. Uh, describe mm-hmm. to me like where you are at when you got in here and uh, and how your mental health and mindset has changed or how you've been able to cope with it and how GDPY uh, has affected it or changed uh, your, uh, your your mental health issues. Well, thank you for that. Um, you know, what GDPY did for me is show and, and it pulled out of me what I already had inside of myself, if that makes any sense at all. Um, it showed me everything was possible and that perception is not reality. It's not. And I learned that throughout the the years, um, more and more. You can ask my wife that, uh, she'll tell you. Um, I have a hell of a quote for you at some point if you want me to read it. But, um, what's interesting is back then my mindset was in the total trash, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was bad, you know, uh, having your doctors tell me, you know, years at, years after that, hey, you know, you're you're three-fourths in the grave now, pal. You need to get your stuff figured out and get your plans figured out. You know, it's going to be over. Well, I, I kicked out, and, and, you know, thank God I did that. That's all his glory that I even did that. Yeah, I put the work in, but, you know, I'm not trying to get, you know, philosophical here, but I'm just telling it like it is. And uh, back then it was just, you know, loss after loss of family members and whatnot. Um, I was just in a very 
pardon my mouth, piss poor place mentally. Uh, I didn't value myself at all. Um, I thought I was complete garbage because that's what was around me was garbage. And I started to become that. And, uh, Family life wasn't the greatest in a lot of ways, uh, some abuse going on, you know, stuff like that. And I know there's a lot of that going on well before I ever had to deal with it. So um, it, it's just stuff of, of that nature that allowed me to, without going through those things of hell, I wouldn't be where I am in the light that I'm in right now. Um, yeah. You know, my consecutive streak, I don't know anyone who can duplicate that. I've never heard of it. Um, and within the community, I'm talking. Uh, outside that creative bubble who, in, you know, like Dallas and, Doc, you know, Yoga Doc and whoever else invented it, no one else surpasses that that I've ever been told. And uh, I'm proud of that. I didn't do it for anything other than myself to prove to myself day in, day out that I am worth it and that I am able to change things. And and I rather you know no pun intended I wanted to, I wanted to tr- you know die trying if that makes sense so I I had to make the decision not the choice but that decision and live with it and by God that's what I've been doing and uh, um, it's it's this is something that carries with me and again no one understands that because you know I I could get into a lot of deeper things of why my story isn't out there and all those things but. Um, a lot of a lot of a lot of political and red tape going on. <laughs> so, Adam, when it comes to the streak, um, what do you say to yourself on days that are difficult and you find it really hard to get on the mat? What do you say to yourself to get you to the point where you can get a workout in? Well, thank you, Crystal, for the question. Uh, you know, I have to I have to look in the mirror, and I ask myself, you know what you going to do you know what what's your deal yeah. here what what's your what's your plan uh, you know you're going to tap out you're going to give up or you know you're going to get up there and get down and do what you have to do to, to put the work in or put put all the things aside and get it done and that's what i do i mean i don't allow myself to quit on anything um ever since the last time i tried to in my life i've stopped since yeah. good for you i'm so proud of you I appreciate that. And, again, I know there's a lot of people out there that, again, went through way worse than I have. And, you know, Godspeed to everybody who has. I'm only, I can only talk about what I know and what I've been through, and that's myself. So it was just a very, very bad time for me for, God, for, geez, almost a decade, if that makes sense, uh, of well, a lot of and, trauma. You know, it's ironic because you and I hit it off as such fast friends in Georgia and it's sure. kind of funny how two people that have been through the ringer find each other as friends in a crowded mm-hmm. room full of people. And, you know, sure. after I came home and just replaying some of the conversations that we had had um, together, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I came across something and it has stuck with me since you and I sat around that table and talked in Georgia. Sure. And yeah, I remember, I remember was, that very well. <laughs> yeah, it was a quote that just, I have it on my wall now, and it said, um, don't ever discredit being um, broken because that's how the light comes in. 
Amen to that. That's true, Crystal. It really is. And yep. That, so that, symbol, kind of puts, that symbolizes what it is. Yeah, it puts a different spin on, oh, God, I'm broken. It's, oh, I'm broken. I, I was broken, but the light came in, and I'm good. I'm okay. So, yeah. you know, it's it's one thing to be knocked down, but it's another thing entirely to stay there. And I know a lot of our stories are very similar, you and I. So, sure. yeah, it's, yeah, I'm just grateful to be in the same world with you. So thank you. Oh, likewise with me to you and, and you know, and oh, thank you. interesting little, little, less, little, little interesting fun fact for both of you and the listeners, uh, if you don't mind, a little segue, but it, this will all tie in. I remember... Um, and I remember all this very unequivocally. Uh, getting a call and getting the emails from Dallas, you know, emailed from Dallas, and then Garrett called me. 2018, and that's where you and I met, Crystal, as you know, and you've alluded to. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that always gets me is, and and um, is when I walked onto that that property where the PC is. Um, that's like holy ground for me. I take yep. it very seriously. Um, it's something that I'd, I wasn't sure I'd ever get to do, and yeah, it wasn't too far away at that time. You know, it was, it was just a driver flight away. But uh, I never sure I never really truly thought I, I truly belonged. Um, and I just remember meeting several individuals, and I'm not going to name their names. You know, a lot of them are friends, but um, just just the way they interacted with me, several of them weren't the best. Um, I remember being told by two people, um, you know, I'm not going to give you Dallas's number. I'm not going to tell you where he lived. And I was shocked by that. I never asked that. And if I wanted to know that, I'd ask Dallas like a man. Um, and you know what I mean? So what I'm saying is I've always had some type of tribulation with these, with, with several people. And again, I'm not going to mention their names, but, uh, they're a part of the community that I still, I can recall. And uh, I just thought that that was just the prelude to why I do what I do. And uh, I just think that, you know, being down there, getting interviewed for like over an hour, I've never seen that footage and I've never been on that website or anything like that. You can imagine how many questions I get on a weekly basis, why I'm not there. So, and I said, well, you know, there's a lot of reasons why, and I've been told a lot of things. And the one thing I was told, Michael and Crystal as his perceptions reality. Well, with all due respect, that's a bunch of BS because it's not. And that person who told me that I respect highly, but I disagree with them wholeheartedly with respect. And I've had a lot of bitterness because if you're going to have someone up there and if you're not going to have everyone involved, then how, how fair is that? And, and, you know, I've moved past that now, but at that time I was very bitter about it. I'm thinking, well, why'd you bring me down here then? Is this a joke? And I I thought I was just as legitimate as anybody else in that room. And a lot of you, like Crystal, you know, are all friends of mine, or most of you. Yep. And I've I've showed nothing but respect to everybody, and I I don't get the same in return by some of them. And that that just kind of irks me a little bit uh, back then. And, uh, I love this program. I know what it is. I know what it embodies from an outside view. Again, I didn't create it, but I know what it is and what it stands for, and it's it's definitely changed 
in, a, in so many ways, and some are not for the best, if you ask me. Well, yeah, I, I don't I don't really know the situation you're referring to. I wasn't down there for the uh, the summit or anything, but I, I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying from a point of the the, the change and everything too. Though, um, you know, obviously as we've grown, I, I was back here. I was starting here back in uh, late 2010, and it's an entirely different world. It was everything was accessible, and uh, the you know a lot of people come in here, so it creates a lot of. Uh, distance between getting things done and, and so many people and, and it, it feels less uh, sometimes less small town and more big city um, which is I, I guess just part of the growth and stuff but I don't know what you're referring to or, or who you're referring to but uh, on behalf of, mm-hmm. of, of just being a DDPY member uh, and uh, a member of this community I apologize that you felt that way um, like I said yeah. I don't know any specifics but that's that's a bummer to be uh, to feel that way I, I appreciate that, and again, I, I all I do is promote this program. My wife will tell you I've been doing that for years before I even met her and before I met any of you, and um, it, all I've ever asked for is a little bit of respect, and, and I've given nothing but respect to anybody else. And uh, But again, I just remember a lot of things, and uh, those things that, again, am I better than anybody? No. I never said I was, or I'm not claiming to be. I'm just better for me for right here, right now. And I hope I can inspire someone else to do the same for themselves and those around them. You know, it's not about me. It's about the program. And I've, I've always put the light on the program, not myself. Yeah. I think that's really important to know that, you know, none of us do this on our own. Um, We are solely responsible for ourselves. But we have a team of people that, you know, for the most part, are positive and supportive and helpful. And, you know, that rubs off. And, you know, I'm I'm sorry that that wasn't always the case. Yeah, and then like I said, I'm not going to name names about who it was. And I, I know who they are. And, you know, I, I have nothing but respect for them as individuals, but I just thought at that time that was a slap in the face. And, um, again, no one, no one's ever been told those things because I'd never get asked. <laughs> so it, it, it's a very, I'm, I'm like the unknown, even though I'm the dinosaur. <laughs> well, well, um, I, I appreciate you, uh, you know, you tell them that. Like, sometimes it's not a fun thing to talk about, but uh, it, things happen. Sure. And, uh, and I'm glad you stay here. You've stuck around and, and not let that incident, uh, you know, put you off of your path, too, because that would do nothing but harm you because you've done such incredible things that the slight from sure. somebody, whether they meant it or not or whether what, whatever was behind it, you know, that you can't let that kind of throw you off your path because you have worked incredibly hard and you deserve every bit of recognition um, and and respect that you can get because you know talk about this street for a minute. I mean that's enough to just sure. have anybody uh, be willing to show a little respect your way because this thing is insane. Talk about that for a second. Sure. Well, you know four thousand one seventy. I mean you know that that's something I hold myself accountable for in, in different ways. And um, you know I I just am proud of the fact that I've been able to stay healthy and not do the things I, I was doing before that, if that makes sense. And that's where the suicide survival comes in. That's where my mental health is more important, you know, and uh, I've been putting the work in all those areas. And, um, 
it's really something that I take extremely seriously for myself because it, it just proves that there's so many more of us out there that are doing doing these types of things, but maybe they just hold it more close to the best, you know. And I did that for so long. And, uh, you know, what, as fate would have it, you know, Dallas and I were on, you know, I followed Dallas on Twitter. He followed me well before, you know, a long time ago. And, you know, things started to happen on mess on the DMs there. And here we are, you know, and, uh, the, the, the streak is so much more than just workouts. It's, it's life and life is what yeah. truly matters. And life is what you, is what you strive to, to live for. And, and for so long guys, I didn't have that strive to do. And like I said, um, I'm not putting any excuses out. I take full responsibility. I made those poor choices, decisions, and, and, and thank goodness I'm still alive to, to talk about them. Um, and, uh, like I said, um, it's very, I, until this year, and you can ask my wife, I never opened up about any of this stuff. <laughs> and, uh, or late last middle last year to this year, I, I've never opened up about it. You know, it, it's a very sensitive subject, but I'm hoping it can help someone else. That I wish I had that type of help back then, if that makes sense. Um, and you know, I I just embody that those days embody the work I try to put in to help someone else not do what I used to do, or try okay. to do rather, if that makes sense. Um, Adam, can I ask you a question? Um, what do you think? Um, I don't even know really how to say it, but what do you think that was so crucial for you to hold your cards so close to your chest? I mean, to not let somebody in is a really big deal. And I know this because I do this. Um, I sure. keep people at arm's length for a reason. And it's because sure. when you're hurt, um, in a certain way, you kind of don't, you rely on yourself and not everyone else. And I know what it's like to keep people at arm's distance. Um, what was that like, letting your guard down a bit? Um, very uncharacteristic. And, you know, um, I'm going to use a little wrestling, wrestling as an analogy, but one of my favorites of all times is Steve Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, or Steve Austin, the man. And he used to always say back in 1998, DTA, don't trust anyone. Well, I lived that way because I, I, I truly had to live it that way. Um, I yep. didn't trust anybody. I didn't. I'm just using that as an, as an example, but it's the truth. Um, you know, my friends didn't know. I didn't have a lot of those interactions, you know, and, uh, I, I opened up to my wife about it, or back then my fiance before then, and you know that was not easy for me to do. And, and without her support, love, and admiration, I, I wouldn't be here right now either. You know, uh, all all thanks to her for what she does. To she's a guiding light of why I want to live. Does that make sense? And I think yeah. that holding my cards to the chest, close to the vest, if you will. Um, she was able to help me put that down a little bit and it, and it felt good. It was awkward. It was, it wasn't easy. I was emotional. I was, it was, you know, but thanks to her, I was able to do that and I'm starting to do it a little bit more. And, uh, there's a lot of things that I've never shared and haven't really spoke about, but 
again, I, I put everyone else first, not myself, and she'll tell you that, and people that know me know that I put everyone else around me above myself, and that's just how I believe. And um, I think that's just my mentality. And, and, and until about a, this would be a year, I've, this first time I've spoke about it since July to July, so it's around that time. And uh, that's, it's, it's just been a different world, you know. <laughs> well, that's that's a beautiful you know testament to to your wife, and and I know we're talking about some things that are uh, very sensitive, and and you know the mental health issues are, are very uh, sensitive, and, and abuse and all that stuff. So I'm not going to ask you any questions, but if you have anything you need to want to get off your chest or talk about, I'll let you kind of handle that kind of stuff because I never want to be somebody to put someone in a position that they're not ready for. But whatever you want to talk sure. about or, or not talk about, you know, you you take this where where you want to go it. Uh, go with it. You know what's what's best for you. Um, but well, I you know, respect I respect incredible. you and Crystal both. If you both have questions, I will answer them. I'm not afraid to answer anything because it, it hope hopefully it will help somebody else. If that in those realms, I'm happy to do it. Um, but this program <clears throat> was another foundational launching pad for me to do it too, and that's something that I think the uh, you know is overlooked, if you will, because, again, a lot of people don't talk about that type of thing. And, 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 my, and, and Crystal, to be honest with you, also, back in those days, society wasn't a big, you know, you couldn't just open up about those things back then. It wasn't so accepted, especially with those around me, if that makes sense. So um, no excuse at all, but I'm just being honest with you. I, I had to do what I thought was best, rather right, wrong, or different back then. I'm starting to try to just help people in different ways. I'm a life coach. You know, a lot of things have transpired, you know. And uh, if I didn't go through those things and met my wife and the family that we have here that means so much to me, um, I I wouldn't be still surviving today, if you ask me. Um, It it was a a huge thing. I've I've accomplished a lot of goals, like everyone else, on a physical or you know, program level, what what have you, but, you know, um, this program has meant a lot to me, and it's given me some heartaches, headaches, and uh, it's given me a lot of joy and a lot of pride, um, you know, and uh, I'm grateful and always will have gratitude for, for this program. I will always be an ambassador and, and be a part of it in some way, form, or fashion, and um, I'm not as vocal in the groups or all those things because I, I like to be more of the silent, see what's going on, going on there. And, you know, there's always new people every day. So, you know, you want to make sure you give them that respect as well. And trying to just keep, my, keep myself to the side and just let them have their, their, uh, their rub and shine and let them get some accomplishments out there. And I think that's respectable in the way I would, pref- would prefer to follow in that predicament, you know, so, um, I'm, I'm happy to answer anything you ask. There is no limits with me. I'm, I'm happy to answer what you ask. So I do have a question, if you don't mind, Adam. Um, there's been, during COVID, I mean, I, I'm speaking from personal experience, mental health has been something that has been has become more of an issue um, since we've been isolated and, you know, caged all up and we're not allowed to interact outside of our house and just all kinds of stuff. 
So what has been your saving grace when it comes to um, your mental health being taxed during this time? Because it has been hard. Oh, that's an understatement, Michael and Crystal. It's been beyond hard for everybody um, on the mental yeah. health side of it. Um, you know, like I mentioned early on in the in the show, I I got married to my wife now, my wife right before it started to hit, uh, like 13 days, sweetheart. Is that what it was? Yes. Around 13 days, I double checked with her. Sorry, um, but 13 okay. days before before it hit before it hit <clears throat> big hard and in hurry out here. And around the world, uh, her and I got married, and you know, and uh, I think it's saving grace for me is not just my faith, but my wife and the family I have with her here was a big part of helping me um, see and be exposed to stuff that I wasn't used to back where I used to live, and uh, being around some pe- people like this that truly care is that was hard, that was unusual for me in a lot of ways, if that makes sense. So. Uh, being able to be locked up or caged, as you said, um, was not easy. It wasn't. No. It wasn't the best. We had a lot of trials, tribulations, and headache tackles, and you know what I'm talking about, like everybody else. And but we never gave up, and we kept moving forward through all the all the bumps, roads, or whatever it was. We, her and I, and we stayed solid as as we are now, and even better because of, because of it. And you know. We, her and I, try to make things neutral and positive in life, and and we strive for that every day. And uh, and I'm 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 proud of the fact that her and I have done that to the best of our ability. And trying to reach out to people and stuff like that isn't as easy as it may seem, but uh, we we tried to, to to stay the course. And uh, her and I got vaccinated and all those things. And, we, we did our part for what was best for us and our family and household. And we um, came out of this and are still, obviously it's still going on to an extent, but our state's been open since June 1st. And again, I live in Nevada. Oh, wow. We're, we're trying. Yeah. And I, I moved here July will be two years ago. So, and as a lot of you, a lot of you know, and Crystal, you even knew this before, I used to be, and I was born and raised in Indiana, and I'm proud to be a Hoosier. Yep. I was born, I was born a Hoosier, but I'm Vegas strong now, and I'm proud of that. And uh, I think the change of scenery helped being with her and and being a solid uh, team and unit worked and helped me, um, and and just trying to keep my reflection time in and and keep my faith to my keep my faith with, with what her and I do. And it, and it worked out without a problem with all things, all things considered, you know, it was not an easy road for anybody. And I, uh, can, I can say that from our end. And I know all of you can say the same. It, it was a hellacious <clears throat> ride, but, yeah, um, with, with, we, with being, uh, you know, we're all, oops. sorry, man. No, we're all still, we're all still kicking and, and, and moving forward. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Mike. I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm sorry. We we always have a terrible delay on this thing, and I I, I apologize by stepping on your toes. Um, but what I was just gonna say is, you know, you know, that I feel bad because as hard as this quarantine has been for me and my family, and you're in your family, I think to myself, man, there's a lot of people who are, you know, who are have mental illness or 
or don't have mental illness that are just doing this alone. And I keep thinking how grateful I was to have my family, my wife and her family around us. And, and I'm sure, you know, can what, how would you have gotten through this if, if your wife wasn't with you? I assume with uh, a lot of your demons that you were struggling with in the past, things would have been oh, yeah. incredibly hard. I, that's without a question. That's a fact. I mean, it would have been, you know, very difficult for me um, because I, I, I've, I was very much um, a loner and isolated back where I used to live in a lot of ways. God, you know, I love music, for example, and I love it. And uh, I, it took me so long to go to a concert, you know, and I went to my first one as an adult in 2009, and I've never stopped ever since. And <laughs> just doing, doing things like that or sporting events, you know, it, it's an adrenaline rush. And I, I've stalked that for so long. And that's what this program does for me, too, is it just, it just is, it's a rush. And, and having her be with me during the pandemic and, and helping me, Mike and Crystal, to be honest with you, was a huge asset for me because, again, I'm not, I wasn't used to that. I mean, none of us were used to the pandemic. But I mean, just having someone really give, give a crap, you know what I'm saying? And it, I didn't have that. That's just the truth. And then she and our parents here, uh, they're my in-laws, but they're, they're my parents to me um, no matter what. And they mean a lot to me. And our brother, you know, in-law or not, he's my brother and he means a lot to me. And um, they've, they've helped me grow in different ways and pull some other things out of me that I'd, I'd never thought would be strong suits and, and made some weaknesses stronger too. And it's all because of what, things evolve to you know uh, life is life and life is what you make it and there's an old saying i always said when in life you quit learning something's wrong so i want to keep moving forward and keep learning wow that's that's beautiful man and, and you know you you talked about you know <laughs> holding a lot of stuff on your chest and holding a lot of uh, i'm always reminded there's a bill burr uh, he's a comic he has this he has this um this bit about how men uh, they deal with emotions a lot of times by just bottling it up and putting on that wall, putting that on that shelf of anger and emotion on your chest. And, you know, you can keep it there so long, but eventually that's going to come out somewhere down the line where you don't expect it and it's going to come out sideways. And I know a lot of people, you know, are also, you know, I'm almost, four, I'm about 40 years old and, you know, my generation was brought up to just, you know, bottle it and put it away. And, you know, um, I, I think it's very difficult. And when you find somebody, uh, obviously your wife and, and your in-laws and stuff, if you find somebody who you're willing to pop the top off that bottle for a little bit and, and, and they can, and you don't feel ridiculous and you don't feel embarrassed or ashamed and you feel comfortable enough of letting people in, I think that's a game changer for a lot of guys. And it's very uncomfortable at first, very uncomfortable because uh, if you're anything like me, vulnerability is probably my biggest fear. I don't let myself show it. Um, and when you do, you, it's embarrassing, and, and you don't know how to take it or how other people are going to take it. But when you find somebody you trust who you're able to share that with, that's a big moment. I couldn't have said it better, Mike. You, you nailed the nail on the head of a fat. I, I couldn't have elevated it any better than that. That's exactly what I was – that's how I was brought up to do. Everything you just said, I'd second that, you know. And uh, again, thanks to thanks to my wife here, and you know, I'm I'm not been judged. I can I can kind of let her know what's going on, and 
and it's, it's, it's slowly but surely it's been a huge help and therapeutic and something else that's interesting is, is this was last year I think it was right around May late May or you know into July or whatever I started my own podcast and I remember season three I did I tried to give my story to it to a lot more extent it was like a 15 episode thing I think it was and I was just letting it out there a little bit more than again I've never had the opportunity to really say it um you know I was promised oh we'll put you up there and all these things and I, I've never seen it and never heard, seen even the footage or anything like I mentioned and, and that you know so be it I don't have to agree with it but you know when you give your word you should keep it or do your best to do it and and I I'm a, that's what I believe and um I'm glad the other people have had that opportunity because a lot of them I know very well and I know personally and I'm proud of every every damn one of them that's on that site. Whether we're friends or not, I'm proud of all of them. That's not an easy thing to do. And uh, to be a part of something like this that can bring it out of someone else is a hell of a, hell of a thing. And, again, I'm not better than anyone, but would I like to have, like, a small blimp? Sure, because without it to me, what you know, you, there's a little question mark there that's like, well, what's going on here? And uh, again, um, I, I've had a lot of things happen uh, ever since. And you know, a good friend of mine, well, fun fact is Mark Marrow, a very good friend of mine. We talk, and um, he's a former WWF and WCW. You know, a lot of people know that. But, you know, he's a great guy, and he came out to Vegas. And he did one of those tours with the schools, and that meant so much because I got to see him talk about his own struggles, for example, you know, mental and everything like that. And it, it just gave me that little nudge, like, it's okay, you know. Um, I've looked up to Dallas, the Marrows, the Steve Bostons, and different people in life and a lot of my own family that are no longer here, you know. And not very many of them. There's a few that I, I, or I consider my heroes, you know. And, um, God, you know, it, it's just something that, um, with, again, without the program, without letting, letting my guard down to just be able to speak and talk and be able to show that, hey, you know, I'm just as vulnerable as anybody else. But I've, I was always taught, like you said, Mike, to just follow it up and leave it there <laughs> and don't say much about it. Well, project to my devices, I've, I'm, I've broken out of that, thank goodness. <laughs> Well, I, I did want to say, too, I, I, I don't know what the deal is with uh, the stuff you filmed, but uh, if it makes you feel any better or worse, I've filmed quite a few things, and there's a bunch of people that have filled some other things, too. There's a lot of stuff in the can that they're editing and stuff, and they're, and they're putting out, like, uh, here and there. Um, but the fact that your story hasn't been told yet, I, don't, I, I, would, yeah, I wouldn't take that to heart, because I bet that's coming out sometime down the line. They've got cool. a lot of stuff. And they got quite a few people uh, trying to get on that editing too. And, and again, I'm not here to put myself over anyone else. That, that has nothing to do with it. It's just again, back at that situation, you know, you know, I don't know many people that wouldn't have took it a little bit differently at the time. Um, I've came to grips with it a long time ago. But again, it, again, it's about giving the the light to the program and what it can do for for anyone else out there. And that's what I've always put out there before. And um, Again, when you, I don't need to be up there to be validated. 
again, that that doesn't matter. But what matters is, is if you want someone or other all these people to say stuff, then everyone should be able to do so. And uh, that's just that's just how I look at it. And I've helped so many people within this program. Um, I'm not going to mention all their names. They know who they are. And uh, I've tried to be helpful. And you know, um, I'm proud of that. I've gotten a little jump start or two. And you know, again. Um, all I try to do is pave it forward. That's all I try to do, and I believe I've done I've done okay with that. Well, you, I you believe certainly so have. Too. You you put in a lot of work uh, and a lot of effort since 2004, which is a long time. Um, real quick, you talked about uh, you know some of the the stuff you've been through, the tribulations. Now uh, to kind of change it um, a little bit and and talk about. Uh, some of your achievements and some of your uh, accomplishments and pulling yourself out of that or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, or at least just uh, managing, uh, you know, the problem and, and the symptoms and the feelings. How has sure. GDPY provided you some kind of uh, either relief or, or just self, uh, you know, sense of self-accomplishment? I, I know that once you start, I know for the workout for me, changed the perception of what I can do and what I can do. Uh, and it really kind of amplified my, my willingness to try things again because I never thought I could do half the shit that <laughs> was uh, on the map. Sure. But it does. It's a confidence-building uh, situation. Mm-hmm. And also, you. I found that if I don't value myself, there's no reason to try to help myself because, you know, you're not going to put sure. work into an effort, into a car that you think will never run, you know? You really have yeah. to prove some things to yourself before you realize you're worthy of healing. Sure. And and that's and I'll echo all that. You know, I I had to prove it to myself. And what the program has done for me is to prove and and, and hone in and hone in for me, holding myself accountable. I think that's the biggest key to all this is accountability, personal accountability. And I I'm very disciplined. I I follow I follow things very well. And, and I had to prove myself physically on that mat on that floor. And I had to prove myself when I do whatever I do um, that I can do it. And um, music was a big part of it too. You know, just just being able to go see some of my favorite bands, or meet some of my peop- uh, some artists or band members that I'm a big fan of. You know, um, being able to tie my shoes and not have to be ch- almost choke myself out or whatever because I couldn't do it. Not being able to put my socks on and not have assistance, uh, you know, not being tired to just go to the restroom and brush my teeth or whatever. You know, simplicity makes the, the greatest impact, and, and those things I used to take for granted. And the program has, has shown me through other works and other things that, you know, these things are, are important. And if you can do these things or help yourself do it better, then why not? Um, it, it helps me on a mental side of things by just, again, seeing that there isn't nothing that's impossible unless you tell you, unless you state, unless you just make it that way. And uh, I, I've been reading a book. I want to mention this for just a moment. Okay, I'm going to read the title of this, okay? And this is a very good book. It's called What You Say, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. It's a great book. Really good book. And it it's been by it's, you know, a, a doctor, a PhD wrote it. 
I don't want to butcher the name, but that's the title of it. Go check it out. And it's so inter- interesting how how you speak to yourself and how you think about yourself can dictate what goes on. I've always said where your mind goes, your body's going to follow. That's just fact and reality of the situation. And if you tell yourself, I can, I suck, I'm terrible, I'm worthless, I'm just using those as examples because I've said that to myself, what, what's that going to cause? Nothing good. It's going to cause you to believe this garbage that you're spewing out. And, and over the time, all these things have culminated to, yes, I can. I can't yet, as Dallas would say. There, there is no such thing as no. Why not? I mean, there, there shouldn't be a, a, a limit unless you place your one on yourself. And I, I've, I've taken that limit and, sh- and threw it out the window. And I keep climbing that ladder and keep climbing those steps to where I can improve day in, day out. And that's what the program has shown me on a physical, mental, and uh, personal accountability standpoint. And, you know, doing what you love to do and, like I said, music or whatever it is, God dang, go do it, you know. Don't don't hold yourself back. And I used to do that, you know. I used to hold myself down and uh, and use those those uh, common words. I can't, you know. Well, I proved them. I proved myself wrong with that. Wow. <laughs> you know, if that you, makes man. sense. That's that's no, that's really really cool. And you know, you said that you're, yeah. you're doing life coaching and, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I, that that's mm-hmm. beautiful too. Because you know, I, I always I used to when I, when I was younger, I went to these people who are fitness coaches, and they're telling me how to lose weight from the perspective of somebody who's always been a size zero. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of hard to find relate to people who's who's never been through it, and I think. People might say, like, oh, you know, you've struggled so much, like, and you're going to tell me how to live. What better way to tell to show someone the pointers of life than somebody who was at the verge of death by their own end? You realize in that moment what's worth living for, and you have the skills of turning it around, and that's, like, way more uh, crucial than somebody who's just reading self-help, you know, notes and Stuart Smalley, you know, I'm good enough, I'm small enough. Sure. Somebody who's been in the fight and, and come out on the other end, that's a beautiful thing, and that's that's such an amazing resource to have if you're looking for somebody who, for guidance, uh, somebody who's been uh, on the verge of death ultimately knows the value of life more than anybody. Yeah, yeah and you know something, I appreciate that, and something else, you know, and this is my own philosophy, if I didn't, if I, if I didn't live it, I don't know it. If I don't know, I don't know. Right. And I, I can only right. give what I know. And I'm not going to disrespect someone and say, oh, I understand. No, well, maybe I don't. I didn't. I wasn't there. I don't know. I didn't live it. <laughs> um, and that's a big part of it. And I mentor a lot of people, and they've been beyond successful. They've changed their lives, and they're, and they're putting the work in, and they did everything to, to, to do it. All I did was give them the little nudge to get it started. And I'm, I'm, I'm damn proud of that. You know, it, it, I'm listening to you, Adam, and I'm, I'm so, so proud of you. And, I mean, it, it, it takes me back to Summit. And, you know, it, it's ironic when you are about to walk into that building because that building is larger than life for so many of us. But for those mm-hmm. of us who have had a very hard path or – 
you know, it triggers a whole big snowball of anxiety. And I remember being on the outside of the PC before I even went in and I was in the parking lot and I had a complete and utter anxiety attack because the broken parts of me didn't know how to deal with what I was about to walk into. And what I was about to walk into was one of the greatest experiences of my life. And I got to meet so many amazing people, including you. And I would be, I would be remiss if I didn't say to you in that moment, um, you meant a great deal to me. Thank you. And you, You've met a great deal to me too, and I'm 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 grateful and blessed that you said that. I, I'm appreciative and gratitude for that. Thank you because you you've done the same for me and uh, along with everybody else. But you and I had a good connection and we had great conversations. And I think about that every day. Um, yeah, I remember too. him very well, and uh, I remember um, going to the PC with my good my good brother Bruce Nelson Herman I. Carpooled there, and God dang, uh, it was just we parked across that street and had to run up that hill. You know how that goes. Uh, we uh, we made it over there, and I know he remembers this. I'd imagine, and we just got up there, and I said, God dang, Bruce, I'm, I'm keeping it PG here. I said, God dang, this is holy ground, man. I mean, I yeah, I, I just knew I had I had anxiety to an extent, but I I held it in. I I didn't express it very much i just stayed to myself um i tried to just not say a lot to if that makes sense i guess i just handle it a little differently but i remember on an occasion on on the last summit that they had in 2019 i remember sitting outside the pc in that little picnic picnic area you know i'm talking about and uh i was just sitting there just talking shooting shooting the breeze with some people and dallas pulls up and you know how a lot of people go over to him like they're starstruck, whatever. I treat Dallas like the man. He's just Dallas Page to me. Um, yep. I don't consider him the wrestler. I just say Dallas the man. And I've always showed him to me that respect. And and what's interesting is I've never seen him do this before, but he just came straight to me, and I didn't have to go to him to get a, to get a interaction or a good hug. Or he's like, brother, it's great to see you. As simple as that is. That shows and means something to me that I couldn't express or like everyone else has done for me in different ways, like yourself or whatever. Getting to talk to you in that hotel down there and shoot the, shoot the breeze and just hear what you're having to say and, and whatever was, was a beautiful moment for me. Um, I appreciated it. I gained stuff out of it. And, um, you know, that's what the summit or that's what the summit should be about. Is, is communicating yeah. and gathering as a whole and, and not thinking about anything else, but just being a part of each other's lives and just, just talking, man, just say it, you know, being together. It shouldn't have to be something more harder than that. And I think a lot of that I, would be great. I remember on my plane ride from Toronto going to Georgia and I was in a bit of a, and anxiety riddled, oh, my gosh, why am I going here? Am I worthy? And why, like, why? Why me? Why me? And then I got there, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this place is like Disney World. It's just mm-hmm. the best place in the world. And yeah. 
the, the broken parts of me um, actually went on vacation and it was a wonderful mm-hmm. thing to, because nobody knew what was going on in my head, but me, but the broken parts of me had to take a vacation and I got to be me and it was a wonderful thing. And I mean, it's a great thing when you get around a lot of the people mm-hmm. in this community because they mm-hmm. allow you to be you, whether you are broken or not, or consider yourself yeah. to be broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. And, and uh, you know, uh, I think I think the biggest thing I'm trying to advocate around this entire thing is, is being around like-minded people or somewhat close to that is a good thing. And when you can just sure open up and not have the not have judgment or he said she said all that BS and just be who yep. you want to be, that's important. And and that's what I prove with life coaches. What I prove to myself day in day out as best as I can is, uh, you know, we all deserve to have at least some of that. My goodness. Uh, um, there's so much going on and, and, and there's so much that has happened to everybody. And, um, just the fact that, um, all of us could have just said, we're, we're done. We tap out. It's over. And, you know, all of us are still around, uh, that are part of this thing. And, and like I said, I could have, if you want me to be brutally honest with both of you, I shouldn't be alive now, but thank God I am. I, I truly shouldn't be. But in all practical purposes, the, the big guy had a different plan. I'm not trying to get I'm, faithful in anyone else or push it down anyone's throat, but I'm a man of, of faith, and I'm not perfect or anything like that. I don't believe in religion or any of that stuff. I just believe in the big guy upstairs, and he's he's guided me through stuff that people have no idea. As he has everybody else and who, who's, who's in within that or whatever their beliefs are, you know what I mean. It can happen with whatever it may be, and I'm I'm all about that. If it helps someone, and it's neutral or, or better for them, I'm an advocate. Go do it. But if it's going to hurt yeah. you or make you worse, damn it, the hell, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, my, don't do my it. two cents. My two cents are never spent on judging anyone. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and, and now. And now you're on the other side of it, and, and you're doing what you can to be there for other people. And I think that's beautiful. Um, we I have, appreciate uh, two it. Minutes, you know, two minutes left sure. on, on the talk here. So I, I want to let you, um, before we get going, is there any kind of website or anything, if anyone's interested in consulting you for your life coach stuff or, or whatever have you that you, uh, you want to um, get out there? I don't have any website or anything like that um, for the life coach. They just mainly just message me on the Facebook or, or uh, I have an email, a34motivation uh, at outlook.com. Um, that's the same for social media. You know, I, I, um, I love doing the podcast. It's a34, a34 own your limits podcast. It's on all the major platforms. Um, I'm proud of it. It's not your stereotypical thing. It's just me shooting the breeze and letting things out. Um, and uh, I've gotten to do different podcasts with a good friend, Shay, Shay Sparks, and, you know, gotten to, you know, again, meet Mark Merrow and be good friends with him and do this show or whatever. And, and everything is possible. The only limit that you put on yourself is what truly is, exists. And I want to read a quote here one second. I think it's very apropos, and it's something that I truly believe. It says, luck is the perception of the reality that hard work, 
and the mindset of gratitude bring you. I stand by that. And I would ask awesome. everyone out there, if you want to see what perception is, look at your screen, your uh, screen uh, on your cell phone or a picture and cover it halfway. Look at it for 30 seconds and tell me what you see and then uncover it. And, and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, live your life, own it. There, you, know, you know, own your limits. Keep keep knocking doors down and don't let someone tell you you can't because that's that's a bunch of garbage. Yes, you can. And keep doing this program or do whatever works for you. Whatever it is, go do it. And uh, just keep bettering yourself every day that you're 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 allowed to be around because at any time it can be over. And I've been there, done that, and forcefully or not or whatever it may be. Uh, life's too too good and make it make it that way and uh, keep doing what you should do and move forward well well, I'm glad you stuck around man and I appreciate you being here and and I think uh, you got a lot of amazing things ahead of you and uh, I hope you'll come back and talk to us sometime and give us an update on what things are are happening for you so we appreciate you I appreciate you Mike Crystal thank you I'm happy to be on at any time I'm, I'm grateful for the for the opportunity and I hope everyone out there is doing well and being as best they, that they can do and, and live in life because if there's a wide world out there. Let's go, let's go grab it and go do something with it. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, man. And, uh, we, we got a couple of minutes. We're going to go a little bit over tonight. So, uh, we got a couple of minutes, okay. to spare, but I want to let Crystal get in her, um, her, her quote real quick. And then we're going to say goodbye. I, I wish I could have met you guys at the uh, 2018 summit, but I had to get married and my wife wouldn't let me skip it. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I don't, I don't blame you, brother. You got it. You got it. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I know. I know. I tried, but you know, catering was already booked. <laughs> um, gotcha. uh, anyways, <laughs> Crystal, I'm um, going to get you, uh, to give us our, yep. our, our quote. We get two quotes at the end of the night, uh, two quotes for the price of one. And uh, I love these because they're so uh, they're so interesting and they're so good to think about. And there's something that sometimes it takes me a couple of minutes to really unravel the real reason. But I know, Crystal, you have some incredible uh, quotes that you have your staff of people chained up in the dungeon writing for you at all times. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's 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 uh, let's get this out there and then we'll head off to next week and uh, we'll be on our way. Sure. So this week's quote, um, I had Adam in mind when I found it. So here we go. Never measure success based on your current impact. Sometimes success might look like failure in the moment, but it is actually when the most seeds are being scattered. Don't give up. I believe in you. Wow. I love that. That's powerful. And very apropos, you know, and, uh, you yeah. know, Adam, you were at the, you were at your rock bottom. Um, and now look on the other side of it, you know, you, you had an amazing wife you know, and a new family and you're doing all these incredible things. And, and like I said before, I'm glad you stuck around. And I, I sometimes I, I, I see things that happen to people or, or people in their lives or what have you. And you just want to shake them and say like, you know, you're, you're really going to be all right you know, things are going to, you know, work out. And uh, I'm glad that you were here for a, uh, a second act. Uh, so congratulations on everything. And, and I'm glad you stuck around, man. We appreciate you. 
I appreciate that, brother. I really do. Thank you very much for to both of you again for the time and and and, and uh, just the kind words and all the questions and uh, um, it meant a lot to just uh, kind of give a little update like we did here. And uh, I'm grateful that I was given a second chance when uh, again, you know, a lot of people I know on a personal level weren't given that, and um, I'm grateful I got the kick out. Awesome. Well, we are too, man. We'll see you guys next week. We thank you guys so much. Uh, we're a little over tonight. Adam. We appreciate you guys sticking around. Uh, thank you, Adam. Thank you, Crystal, for all your hard work constantly. Uh, yeah, I couldn't thank do this you. without you. You're you're definitely <laughs> keeping the, the glue, keeping the show together. So we appreciate you, and we'll see you guys soon. GDP Radio is live next week with a brand new episode, a brand new story, and I'm sure we're going to find some inspiration and motivation and all that fun stuff. But you guys stick around. You guys. Uh, you guys do right. Have a great week, and we'll see you guys soon. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He did a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.